0: Episode three, Episode three, mate. Is this this is a real episode?
1: We're gonna put this up.
0: Yeah, I think so. All right, just a short little episode. little snippet. Do you have an intro, or do you go straight into it, or what do you do? You'll see. <laughs> do you? You uh, should have. Should have quite like. Yeah,
1: that would have been <laughs> nice. <no. laughs>
0: sorry was I interrupting you. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry. All right, I'll let you go.
1: All right, guys, welcome back to episode three of Trapani's Choice, your host, Nick Trapani. And joining us today is a very, very special guest, Uh, you know, close to my heart. He's not really, actually. (laughs) He's, uh, look, I'm sure in the last two episodes, you guys have sort of uh, heard me carry on a little bit that I'm on my own and that the talent needs to be looked after and whatnot. (laughs) And the guy that I've got with me today, he's going to be our videographer, and he's a very talented uh, filmmaker. Look, it's not that hard, but <laughs> I don't know how to do it. And he heard the call out and everything. I think he got a little bit affected by the fact that in the last episodes, uh, there's been some technical difficulties and whatnot, trying to get it set up. So okay. he's definitely come down today to start start righting the wrongs. <laughs> And today joining me, we've got the young Will Gunn. <laughs> Hello, Nick. How are you doing, mate? How are you going? Thank you for having me on
0: Trapani's Choice. Can you my voice? I'm, I'm nervous. Oh, you sound lovely. Is, <laughs> my voice is lovely. quivering. <laughs> <laughs> I'm breaking a slur. Like, it's the presence. It's the presence. It is the yeah. presence. It is. It's the presence right. that I never got. Come on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I gave you a beautiful uh, oh, gin and tonic and uh, nice. we'll had a it? couple of drinks. Uh, look, I won't drop names. No, thanks fly i won't <laughs> drop now. so basically um to let you guys know we're still set up in a studio in my garage here which is quite good uh, the COVID 19 <laughs> has got us uh, social distancing yeah um but look what i want to start off today will is i want to i want you to tell us who you are and what you do what's your what do you do mate well i if we go way back to
0: high school we did drama actually we did drama together back in high school and then that kind of led me on to media and filming and things like that. And I did study for a couple of years at RMIT. And then um, I went... You finished, and, right? You finished, finished the yeah, study? Yeah, I finished the study. I finished the study at RMIT in 2007. Fucking years and years ago. And um, and then I started being freelancing. So I started freelancing as a operator, assistant, you know, just, you know, cutting my teeth, learning the trade. And then, um, and yeah, now I'm... I'm working at a car company doing all their online content, video content, commercials, things like that. they uh, told me they were sending me someone
1: that actually <laughs> That's what I got That's told when I started. I, was, I, was I assumed tell. that you were the right guy. So are you qualified no. to basically be filming, setting this? No, I have no qualifications whatsoever. Well, the funny part about that is that I'm not actually qualified as the <laughs> host. <laughs> I've had no experience. I'm not even funny. Uh, you know, they say that I'm a comedian. I've never told a joke that got a laugh. Well, I... <laughs> so telling some truths there, Nick. Truth bombs. Uh, so we're starting up telling truths from the beginning Uh, so let's start off speaking of truths and it's funny because when you have people on usually you sort of research their background but us knowing each other for we've known each other for a long time so uh, we started off year seven as young kids and one thing that we both had in common was uh, we both had a lot of acne. <laughs> when I look at the similarities, I remember we were both, we both started Roaccutane at a very young age. We did. And you... It was torture. It was fucking it was horrible. Do you remember the dry skin? you oh, man. Moisture. Yeah, lip. Your lips were <laughs> peeling. So I'd rather the acne than the... Leprosy. leprosy. <laughs> Actually, leprosy. I had a finger fall off. <laughs> I never grew back. But... Um, I remember you turned to me one day and you said, fuck all these kids, Nick. And he goes, in a year or so when we're off the Rokitane, we're going to be looking amazing and, and then, these cunts are all going to be fucked. Yeah. They were your words. And I was like, this, this kid's smart. He's got it going. And he, look though, at, you were right because my skin amazing. has never been better. Beautiful. Never been better. And I, I, I was a poor thinker. I was, <laughs> I was, I was, I'm, I've been doing ice and you don't I make mean, it. I don't get any of that now. It's perfect. Uh, this a rake tank. <laughs> still on it it's a it's a life changer it's been it's been great but yeah you did touch on that we did um we did uh we had a lot of similarities through Mm. high school but in saying that we weren't as close as we probably should have been we don't recognize those things i find you know we did drama together yeah uh we both did special english because we we can't actually read or write yeah uh thanks to our fantastic high school (laughs) You know, I came out of high shout school out to in, area, shout Lola Lola <laughs> College, uh, in uh, Bandura, Greensboro, but uh, I couldn't read or write. Mm. And I had and trouble too. So we, we did special English together. Mm. So what that is for for the viewers is um, when the other kids went off to learn a second language. Because <laughs> <laughs> we they were could some, learn English we were very still, well. We were still dabbling with English. English. And I want to let you know something actually that, even funnier. that Take it back to to primary school this is something that's always haunted me is i never got my pen license so you know did you ever did your primary school do that where they they didn't do a pen license i was i must say i was not at school that fucking day oh you didn't do it so basically what would happen is um just when you would do your writing in maybe like grade three grade four uh when the teacher believed that your cursive writing skills were up to standard yeah you'd get a little pen license (laughs) do you know who never fucking got a pen license right and this whole time I've been writing illegally and I just wanted to put it out there I've been illegally writing with a fucking pen um I'm sorry officer I can't I can't sign that statement yeah that's right uh, I, like, I've gone order. into banks before and they go could you just sign it?" and I'm like uh, do, you, do you have HB
0: do you have a HB <laughs>
1: A HB or a B. And now, now I'm even more confused because the cunts come to drop your uh, mail off and they go, can you just use your finger? And I'm like, I don't know if I don't I'm qualified fi- for finger- finger. Well. <laughs> <laughs> And that leads me to another story. <laughs> <laughs> that you.
0: Uh, you do have a finger license. <laughs> your finger
1: licenses. So one, is one thing that, story. one story, this is the one story that I think that I definitely have to get your approval for in talking about. Yes. Because look, you are a really caring guy, you're a funny guy. And I think your caring side is what comes through. And there was one night that we were at a friend's place. Yeah. Bobba. And we had a couple of ladies over, we were quite young. We might have been about what? Well fifteen? Years, yeah. 15. 16, oh, Sixteen at the most. Yeah, and Come on, ladies. Over. <laughs> well, they weren't ladies, were they? One of them wasn't. Um, we're not going to go into who they were, but you—you you were dating someone very, well, a loosely term. You weren't dating them; it was just a uh, well, young teenager, young teenagers. young teenagers, just still what young teenagers do. So I basically—I'm going to blame you and Bobba because you were both seeing someone, and there was three other people, and Mahal being. Uh, Mahal being on this as well. Uh, this story involves him, and you only bought one friend. <laughs> for, the other, for the other three guys. <laughs> and um, so how dare I? Look, I don't know how it all went down, but we're all in a. You were in a separate room, uh, and we were all getting it on, so to speak. <laughs> and um, not the guys, but. Next thing you know it, the door opened and fucking He Man walked in (laughs) with a vacuum cleaner attachment to come protect and serve his.
0: (laughs) My friends. My friends. My friends.
1: friend's Yeah, it
0: was like I was concerned about her being in a room with three other guys. I was
1: like, can she look after herself? Well, look, Bobba was there with his lovely lady at the time as well.
0: Was he in the same room as you guys? He was in the
1: same room as us. So we're all in the same room together and. You must have gone out for a smoke or something and come back in and thought there was trouble, which there wasn't because we actually weren't with that girl. Yeah. See, how I gave you a little... We weren't <laughs> with that girl. We weren't with her. Um, but you thought that there, there might have been some trouble. Mm. And you came in swinging a vacuum cleaner attachment at my head. I was... I was drunk. <laughs> I was... I was...
0: I feel like I was doing something for the greater good of human beings, but uh, I thought I was, you know, I thought I was doing something good. <laughs> That's it. That's, I'm sticking by it. I'm sticking by it. As a 15-year-old boy, I was,
1: I was doing that, something look, good. I think that, that really, um, it adds to your character of who you are. And, you know, you, you are a very kind, caring person, and you do put others in front of your feelings. Even other people's feelings in front of you, Best mates, because <laughs> right? well, they up. can look after themselves. And I just, was more concerned about the uh, the girl in the which situation. which is fair. And I, yeah. look, and because we all do agree that um,
0: I also felt like I put her in the situation. Do you know what I mean? Like if if you take it back to this kind of the night itself, I feel like I well, you brought her brought her over, so her I was like, so well, look after. Her. Yeah, I feel like I had to kind of you know, and. And protect her from
1: my friends <laughs> <laughs> and i think look and that's but that's who you are and that's the the kind of caring person that you have always been and just imagine if you did take to this face with a vacuum cleaner <laughs> I attachment i would have been very disappointed and in myself later. <laughs> <laughs> because i, I actually I, I didn't look
0: do you this know what cooler.
1: came over me i was like All
0: that (laughs) ricotane. I don't want to ruin all the goodness that is done.
1: (laughs) I might might just put this back and clean it (laughs) out. Don't want to ruin the goodness that's done. Oh, imagine that. Purpose that's done. I I think I would have just finished. My last course, <laughs> not <laughs> long before that. So I was just looking my best. I can't do it to
0: him. I'm and then, like, I know the pain he's gone through. I feel <laughs> it. I, I empathise with the pain. I'm like, I
1: can't damage that face now. But speaking of high school times and when we met, I think it'd be good just to sort of understand a little bit, and for the audience to know who you who, were. Who I am, yeah. who I am as a person. You know, you were, just, were a very
0: large character you were very larger than life fat yeah huge you were fucking huge <laughs> you know, the, the italian oh, what, 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 what. <laughs> no it's, you were very just your personality is very you've got a big very person you're a very big personality um you are a center stage no matter where you are even if you don't mean to do it you seem to be always you're always present in your environment wherever you are you're always seemed and you're always center stage so you you are very you're a big personality yeah, yeah. um and we've noticed that grow, i've noticed that growing up with you um even doing we did drama class together and then that all kind of came, spewed out there too as well um but um yeah just going to parties and stuff rocking up with you was always you always knew you were going in with a good fucking with always you're always, you're already a step up from everywhere else there. <laughs> when do you say good a lot of people tried to belt me when i went to that <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that, exactly That's so you always knew that you were you're walking in there you know you're walking in with some with you're you going to be noticed you're going to be noticed walking
1: my in. my one line when i walk into a party or something like that is and i think it's a little bit of arrogance but i always say all right guys you can relax yeah i'm here oh, yeah, now. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the yeah. party's fucking begun yeah that's you, right and you knew, you know, and going to parties you knew that i love to like i love to party yeah like yeah. I, I just not part like party i love to just have a good time mm. and i want others to have a good time too yeah you know? so when i get there it's like if you guys are a little bit down or whatever it's about to change now we're yeah. about to have a really good fucking time yeah and what i've also noticed as you've gotten older and
0: look we probably didn't see each other for a, a period of time after high school and we can get into that in a, in a moment yeah we're, yeah where a few of us didn't but the change of from the change that i've seen with you is that um also
1: you're very interested in uh like interested in what other people are doing as well I appreciate that man thanks and and i think that's also a big step in the podcast is is looking at people I think I I I do evaluate people and look at people as you know and I'm very interested one for a a comic perspective. I love people's mannerisms and who they are and what how I can mimic them in certain ways because that's part of my comedy and what I love. Yeah. But I think as I've as I have evolved and everything like that, it is about um learning about how everyone is different and their little bits and pieces and and what they bring to something. Yeah. Uh, And also and I guess because I am You know, look, when we were 15, 16, talking about getting in fights and everything, because I did go in quite fucking... Yeah. I come across very arrogant and didn't give a fuck about anyone else, really. Big personality. And I think as I've sort of established who I am, you need to learn when to pull that back if you have upset someone or read people a certain way. So I guess that's why... I do look at everyone and, and watch what's happening because if someone doesn't like one of my jokes or what I've said and I've offended them, I need to know whether I like that person or I don't <laughs> because that's very big things. Yeah, yeah, Because if I don't like them how far can i go with this joke yeah, yeah, yeah. do you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. or how much do we pull it back yeah, in yeah. now and manipulate them to being on my side now how yeah, much right, do we right. bring them back into saying all right well i don't want to upset that person yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. A nice person. they're a nice <laughs> person <laughs> you're gonna start you're gonna say yeah so back and back. i think a lot of things have changed since high school and like will just mentioned there was a separation uh for a lot of us you know there was a group of us at the time uh, and uh which the main the main person of the group would have to be Bobber, yeah, Michael Gore, yeah. Uh, the reason being was his house was the um, <laughs> the halfway house, yeah, it was, and yeah. we slept there most nights through high school. Yeah, actually, you, you and I shared a mattress most of the time. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah we, yeah, we shared a mattress on the floor, and um, Bobber had his couch. Uh, Dick had another couch, and Mahal stayed over quite a bit as well. I don't yeah. know where the fuck Mahal was, <laughs> but. Um, you know and there was a band at the time as well which yeah. i was the lead singer i don't know how because i can't fucking see but boba was on the boba could play any instrument yeah, it was actually could. upsetting it made you him <laughs> <made you> <laughs> a trumpet could be, and you <laughs> fucking and play. play a trumpet but could. um what happened was there was a, a falling out in the band which i'd love to get him on here shortly yeah <laughs> and have a discussion because i know that um speaking of now we're sort of older and we're catching up we've got kids and everything like that there's been a few little times where we've touched on it but it'd be great to get him on Mm -hmm. here and talk about there was a falling out with me leaving the band and um and it was around that time where we were about sort of 2021 you were studying i was studying different things and we were working and we both just as life goes on Mm -hmm. you you go your separate paths yeah but i think the funny thing is with setting up this podcast it's brought us back together. Yeah, kind of has. Mahal being over in the UK has actually been the one that's instigated uh, yeah, yeah. a lot of the catching up because, uh, and, and I think the funny thing in life is we realise, like you're saying, you only need a couple of friends in life. Yeah. You can have a lot of people around you, but there's only a couple of people and when I first started doing stand-up, I guess you guys were the ones that I wanted there for my first ever time getting up at an open mic to support mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's a really hard thing getting up and putting yourself out there. am, am I gonna be funny and am I, am I gonna be liked or you know, are they gonna get where I'm coming from? But I knew that there was no judgment from you guys. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a major thing that that group has, that we don't judge each other. Well, I remember the first time I remember the first time you told us
0: about you doing stand up and it was at Bobba's place and you'd You'd been to a few stand-up things before but you'd never gotten up and you and I said, You're doing fucking stand-up and it just clicked. Like as soon as you told me, it was like holy yeah. fuck, how come I'd never thought of this? How come I'd never thought to tell Nick to do stand-up? Because it, it just it just seemed the most natural thing for you to do. Like I was just thinking, as soon as you told me I'm like, Dirt, like fucking yeah, <laughs> like fucking you should be doing so why haven't you been doing stand-up? all this time yeah yeah all this time so that uh, and i hadn't seen you for a while before that and then where, as soon as you told me, I'm like, dude, I'm coming. I don't give a fuck when or where I am coming to that thing because I want to. I want to witness the first I wanna ever. I want to see the first ever. I want to see. Did. You you did know, see did, the yeah, first one. Did see the first one? That fucking shitty old bloody. Um, it was a horrible place. for something? It time. was horrible
1: people. <laughs> and the, the people were nice actually. They were. It was a very funny. I won't, I won't name the place and everything because I may go back there nice. <laughs> but um But it was a very. PC. It was very PC. Uh, totally, not young uni student place to go. And they were all they're all connected. connected. They're, they're all connected. a, click. Yeah, a little a click. click. Yeah, yeah, and they'd yeah. only get their friends up. Yeah, and I got up with some really raw material. Yeah, which some of it look, and I think that's the thing. A lot of people need to understand with going to open mic nights and things like that. It is practicing material and see if the joke works or it yeah. needs to be tweaked or whatnot to put in your set. Yeah, to put there that works. And we didn't get a good response from them, (laughs) Uh, which left me a little bit, um, you know, because you kind of think, you know, am I, am I made, you know, am I, have I got the capability of doing stand-up? Yeah. And like, like you said, um, and I guess for me, like, it wasn't something that I always knew as well. I love telling jokes. I love, I love getting that reaction that people laugh. That's one of the best things that you can get. And through high school, I was always telling jokes. And as I said in previous podcasts and stuff it wasn't my jokes that I was telling back then. I wasn't writing jokes. Yeah. Um, They were just jokes that you sort of hear and, you know, you just fucking tell them back or whatnot. But this was, um, you know, writing your own material is really putting yourself out there. Mm. And I remember that the MC said, uh, because she knew that it was my first time, uh, she made a comment saying, well, you can say you've done stand-up now, Nick. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And uh, and I thought, uh, but look, my personality is... I can't wait till she sees me in an arena. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. Fuck them.
1: And i would let her open for me. Yeah. i would let her open would for that? me. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If I could have no yeah. I'd let her open for and me. Then you, and then when you come on, you're like, now nah, that bitch. Now, I, <laughs> yeah, now, now you've actually performed in front of an audience were you your friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because they all laughed yeah. at each other's jokes, didn't they? They, they really did. fucking they laughed.
0: And then you were telling me, because you'd been there a couple of times, you were telling me that
1: they had the same set. They had the same set week in week out. They did, yeah. So yeah. what they would do is they'd tell the same jokes. Yeah. And um, because of what this place would do is they'd um, they'd call your name out of a hat. Yeah. And uh, whether or not you got up. So they had the first bracket. Yeah. That was already that was pre done. Pre done, yeah. And then new people or whatnot would get up and they could actually they pull their name, but they they won't actually write everyone's name down. So they still want to manipulate whose name gets called out. Yeah. yeah, And. Um, so because I've been four times before that where my name didn't get called out, mm. you sort of stay and listen to some of their stuff. And their material never changed. Yeah. So over a course of months, and look, I know that it doesn't. Yeah. Look, a lot of the time when you see comedians and stuff like that, We will try our our stuff over and over again. One, it's getting experience and practice. And finessing, I suppose, isn't it? That joke, yeah, you're getting that joke correct. You're you're making it right. You're tweaking the wording, the timing, what not to get it perfect. Yeah. Uh, So I understand that. But um, I don't understand because to me, when I write my jokes, and that's why you say our comedian never laughs, or they might not. You know, we laugh if the crowd are getting in on it. We can have a laugh with them, or what? Or their reaction makes us laugh. Yeah. But the joke becomes so unfunny to us. Yeah. It gets to the point you're like, does this even fucking work? <laughs> it's just still funny anymore. It's still it's funny. Fun. But look, you you refine it, you refine it until you have it exactly how you want. How it. you want yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And I do have one joke that. Um, that I've told, and it's a 9-11 joke. Yeah, it's great. I reckon it's one of your best. <laughs> I reckon it's one of your best. And uh, I actually performed it recently at um, Royal Comedy Festival. Yeah. Um, which is held um, held in Melbourne, and they, it's actually every state. Yeah. And then they get the best of the best, and they put them in. And my parents came along to that. Oh, did they? They came along to that. Oh. And um, look, I, I knew that the material that I had mm. wasn't what they wanted, because yeah. they basically want... They don't want PC stuff, but it, it just needs to be a certain genre yeah. um, so that it gets the television ratings, yeah, yeah. which is fine, but I don't want to change my material for them and whatnot. Uh, and I told this joke, and and I've told a couple of other comedians this joke, and uh, before I told it, they're like, look, a 9-11 joke still doesn't work. Like, it's yeah. still, you can't do it. Yeah. And when I've told them this joke, they actually find it quite funny because it's a different, it's not bagging 9-11, yeah. it's not taking the mickey out of that. What it's really doing is bagging Americans. Yeah, yeah. That's the joke in it. Yeah. Um, and my mother said to me, she yeah, goes, that's... afterwards, she goes, uh, that 9-11 one, where did you get that from? I said, I made it, mum. She goes, you know that the reaction from the crowd, they're all like, oh, you know? Oh, yeah. And I said, that's what I want. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, it. that's the. That's, that's what I want. If I don't get that, it's not right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's the, the joke to me. Yeah. And she goes, oh, so long as you know that they're not laughing. <laughs> was there many people there? Yeah, there was. A, there was. Look, I don't know the exact figure, but there would have been at least a hundred people there. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah at yeah. least hundred. Where was it? What is the some um, so was,
1: somewhere? So that was in um, in Smith Street uh, or Brunswick Street. Oh, that yeah, place. Okay. Uh, right. I can't think of the name of it. It'll come to me, but I can't remember the name of that place. Yeah, right. Look. Um, So they filmed them all and everything, or did they... They don't film all of those, and you're not allowed to film yourself in those Uh, ones. Okay. Uh, When they go to... The actual... The main event for it is um, televised, and it's a big event. Oh, yeah. Uh, They don't like 9-11 jokes at those... (laughs) (laughs) Those
0: things. But out of all your... (coughs) Like, out of all your material, the 9-11 one's probably not the most... Most offensive. Offensive. No. Like, the whole... uh, the one about the
1: baby bring way before you change the nappy one. Well, the, you That's know the funny comedy. thing is, um, and what I've done is I've taken a lot of the swearing out of the comedy as well. Yeah. Uh, and I actually I, I studied this course, and it was all about writing, and I've met some great uh, comics out of that as well. Mm-hmm. I told him, and and he goes, "You got to keep that one." Yeah. And it kills every time, yeah. That one, that, that one kills. Because you opener, isn't it? That's been the opener yeah. several times, yeah. but. Uh, I actually um, uh, people don't know the pedophile joke, so I'll, I'll, I'll tell I'll tell the joke. Do it, do it, do it. So basically, um, the joke is, and it's quite funny because I use it towards the end of my set, and because it is quite offensive, a lot of my material and whatever, it's very good because a lot of women I find don't like a lot of material, so it's good to sort of bring them in and go, yeah, you know, look. Um, do you guys agree that uh, there's a lot of things that women can say that men can't? And even that's a touchy subject. Yeah, yeah. But it's true. It's good. It's
0: a great because ob- go-
1: what you're expecting is something that's going to be either
0: feminist or, or um, anti-feminist kind of. That's what you're thinking is right. People who think that, right, yeah, straight away. Straight away. I think people with their back up. Yeah.
1: And uh, so basically then I, you know, and then I go into it and I say, look, um, you know, because I had, we had a, our child he's three now. But when we first had him, we had some friends visiting. And, um, you know, I he'd weed himself and I had to change his nappy. So I went to go change his nappy in the other room. And one of my wife's friends, she yelled out to me. She said, Nick, before you put a nappy back on him, can you bring him back in here? Because I love the feel of a newborn bum. And you know what? I fucking did it. This is <laughs> a true story. It actually happened. This, <laughs> what, this is what makes me laugh so much. I brought him back in without a nappy on. And you know they had a, nothing, no, nothing. You know it was it was good. Yeah. But then I thought about it, and I thought a few months later, <laughs> one of my friends had a baby, and I waited for him to go change his daughter's nappy in the other room, and I said, Gary, before you put a nappy back on her, you bring her back in here, and I leave it at that. Yeah, it's great. It's so good. It's a very,
0: it's a funny thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's a funny thing. It's very funny, and it's. It's good because it's a societal thing. It's like a, a you're you're taking something that's in society at the moment, and you're kind of twisting it and having a look at it in a different light. And it's really it's very it's
1: complicated. There's jokes. still that it's maternal clever. thing with women, right? We we do perceive women to be the maternal yeah. one. And I think what's funny about that joke is, I guess no one in the crowd knows that I'm actually a stay-at-home dad. Mm. So I am looking at a lot of the things that. Um, I guess when I take him swimming and things like that, that it's all the mothers that are taking, yeah. and I've been the only father in all these things. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of the times, even the, the instructors will be like, "Can all the mums do this with the babies?" And I'm yeah. like, "What about well, the dads?" Yeah, yeah. So I'm looking at from a completely different point yeah. of view yeah. as the father, yeah, uh, being the maternal one, I guess, mm-hmm. and having to take on that role. Yeah. So, yeah. do you enjoy being a stay-at-home dad? Look, I've loved it. Every yeah. minute of it, yeah. I've actually, um, you know. I've really appreciated every moment of it. Just yeah. Those the, these are the special years of when he's he's now three, but basically from eight months on old, my wife went back to work, and it's given me the opportunity to to watch him grow and experience those things. Like I said, swimming lessons, yeah, yeah. all those types of things yeah. are what um, what a lot of fathers miss, and they come home at night when. You know, they're the, they're the hard hours when they're so tired that yeah. they can't. Uh, you know, and they're horrible hours. Mm. But I get to enjoy the good hours and, and doing those things with him. It's playtime. The playtime. Yeah, that's the fun time. Yeah. and brainwashing that little cum <laughs> <It's> just like me. <laughs> <thing. laughs> I knew it. I was it. I'm like, I get the brainwashing. To yeah. Where is it? <laughs> and I actually, uh, I had my parents over. Yeah, and I, I mentioned it once before as well that. Um, he grabbed the microphone and he, he wants to do everything that I do. Yeah. So he opened to my parents and he said, "Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> fuck," <laughs> and he said that to my parents on the microphone. So, look, that that's what really touches my heart. Now that you the...
0: you did that at a stand up gig. Does he know that's a part of your gig or did he? He doesn't just, understand. So... He doesn't understand. No. He just knows Nick says fuck all the time, and he will say, and he says, "Ladies and gentlemen."
1: And I think no, I don't say "ladies and gentlemen." That was the joke. That uh-huh. I don't know where he got that from. Uh-huh. The joke was when I did that bit that. That I made it out that we were somewhere bigger. We were at a party, and he got up and he went to do a speech and said, "Ladies this and gentlemen, gentleman. fuck." And I, I, said, I had to apologise, and I said, oh, "Look, I'm really sorry." How'd your parents say I got that. I had no idea of where he got "ladies and gentlemen" from. Yeah, did I right. like, never say that, "ladies and gentlemen"? I actually felt sick that he did that. He's not me. No. You <laughs> don't appreciate the crowd. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I do not address him in that way. What did your parents do when he said that? Like they used, like yeah, mate, they've known me. Yeah, I course. actually, of course, what was I, was I thinking? The, and the thing is, like, you know, I don't care that he swears. Mm. I'm okay with it because he's eventually going to swear. He's probably going to go through that phase that every kid goes through that swearing's bad. Yeah. They all do it. But Doesn't he's got that he... out of his system, by the He's states. got it out of his system. Yeah. I picked him up from childcare and um, he came up to me in front of one of the teachers and everything, this great guy, Wayne, and... Um, he said, uh, oh, Daddy, that kid said bum bum. And I turned away and I go, this kid says fucking cunt all the time. <laughs> and he's worried about poo-poo and bum bum. Yeah, he's making out as if he doesn't swear. Swear, yeah. <laughs> At home, he's a potty mouth, yeah. But um, look, I don't mind the swearing. And But to touch on, I do have the joke about my stepson. Yeah. And to say whether, I didn't run it by him, whether he was okay with me telling a joke about him or whatnot. But I'd, I'd rehearsed. Um, the joke and he'd heard me rehearsing it Yeah. and you sort of don't know what he's going to do but when I played it back the video of one time when I performed it he goes you missed a word out of it and I thought oh you were listening <laughs> this whole time I didn't think he was so listening. he's been listening to you rehearse and yeah. then he's realised well, he you... remembered that I, I ah. fucked it up no one would know it didn't yeah. really affect the joke yeah. but I would left but the he, word out of my rehearsing he knew. Uh, right, yeah. so he has been listening shit so it's amazing that it uh, is. you know that that's how they do listen. They do they pay do. attention, yeah, and and whatnot. But they don't want to let you know that they are. They don't want. But he gave away a yeah, big he secret. <laughs> he to, did. Gave away a big tip, and I I picked up straight away that he's been fucking paying attention. Yeah. But look, yeah. I think um, it's great having you on board now, and I really appreciate this time of us being able to hang out again. I don't think I'll our partners will agree no because <laughs> he's like where are you going Nick?" uh
0: well don't come back too late and obviously I did take you straight out. straight when you come home <laughs> <laughs> come straight home go straight home and be and, and no uh no uh narcotics I suppose I think
1: I think because I did take you out recently and it was to film our promo yeah that, was that good we night. did and we went out for a steak afterwards it was and good night, we went out to a couple of bars afterwards yeah. And um, we didn't get home till about four in the morning. Yeah, I think it was. It was, at four and it was Dick's fault. He yeah. wanted to stay out. He <laughs> yeah, was, he did. We were partying a bit he too hard. He likes the shots. And um, <laughs> and so now I think she is wary of you coming out with me and whatnot. Yeah, so I think back we have course. to do. Yeah, we do. We do have to let her know that not every time is going to be like. He's that. going to be like that. You are going to come just home every and other time. Hour tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so I won't keep you too long today. But I just really wanted to, to let you know that I appreciate having you around and if i could have anyone doing this stuff with me i feel like you're the right person oh, you thanks, know when mahal when mentioned to me oh we should get will to film like you had that with me with the stand-up comedy yeah that to me was like Fuck yeah yeah because when we're in l.a and we're fucking living the dream yeah, yeah. i want you and your little because you'd wear the most bright colored <laughs> board shorts <on> the <laughs> yeah, beach, yeah. you know what i mean Fucking totally and and i want i want you to come on this journey with us so it's the right fit having you yeah. And I guess even though we did have years apart, Mm. you still know who I am and what my morals and what I stand for. Yeah. And what what I would want out of something. So I think it's great having you here. Yeah, thanks. And I appreciate it, mate. It's
0: good. I just like... I like getting involved with someone that's got such a a big passion for something. I like... I feed off that shit. Like, with the way you talk about it and the way you're so involved and and so passionate about this comedy and, and the podcast and everything, I just... I feed off that shit and I love it and I want to be around it and I just, any, but that's with any of my friends, any time they have a passion that they, I try and make them pursue it as hard as I possibly can because I'm like, you want to do that shit, you want to do it, you want to make a living from it, you want to be doing it every fucking day of your life. So I'm here to help in any way. No, I appreciate that, mate. I fucking want to do it. And I've
1: exhausted all avenues and there's not much else that I've really got (laughs) going for me. I've I've only got a limited amount of like uh, years where I'll still look Half okay yeah. as well.
0: Podcast will cover the rest of
1: yeah. that. <laughs> you can just do audio. I mean, yeah, I'll I'll start to wean out the video. <laughs> yeah. That's and it'll right. just be all, all, audio, all audio. audio. <laughs> well
0: at that stage, hopefully we have a makeup artist in there fixing you up. We'll get you on oh, a training geez. regime.
1: <laughs> I did my makeup today. I thought that was the I <laughs> 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 might have to chat about that afterwards, <laughs> No, but look, I really I think we'll we'll leave it there, but I really appreciate you coming down here today, especially in these times. Yeah. And um, you know, we have um We haven't breached our um our social distancing we've stayed apart and you've come into the studio and i just appreciate you taking your time out of this because it is hard for a lot of people in this time to to get out and do these things and take time out of what you're doing with your family yeah to to come here and be a part of this yeah and we do want to push through and i think it's a big thing pushing through in this time because we want to let people know that nothing will fucking stop us. Yeah, yeah. Nothing. Not a virus. Not 5G. <laughs> no. Nothing. No. <laughs> Nothing's going to stop us. Nothing. So thanks yeah. for coming down to Trapani's thanks Choice. Me, Nick. And thanks for tuning in to Trapani's Choice. And uh, I'll see you guys soon. Thank you.